This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. On today's show, Michael Keaton is back as Batman, Captain America 4 is in development, and we are doing a spoiler review of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Welcome everybody, welcome back to the From a Certain Point of View podcast. He is Adam, and I am and Josh. he is Josh. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> and I just kept talking. Um, this is, I got you. I got you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that next time better, bro. Bro. Yeah. Um, bro. Um, so, episode 7-7. <laughs> seven, seven. Um, 77. Like 77. This is going to be a good episode. You know why? Because we're not talking seven, about Star Wars. <laughs> episode seventy-seven is not about Star Wars, which is probably it's not, not the right about way to Star do it. Wars. <laughs> but hey, but you know, seven is like God's number. So, and there's two sevens in this episode. So I figure it's got to be really good, right? Is that how that works? I think. Okay. At least it's not episode six six six. No, we got a or, few years for that one. Yeah, I think we'll get there um, eventually. Eventually. So, mm-hmm. how are things? Things are good. Things are good. How are your things? So, you know, I'm I'm hanging in there. I I told you before the show, I'm battling a little sinus slash allergy stuff. So, if I sound weird, it is that today, time of why. year. You don't sound weird yeah. to me. Okay, that's good. You sound good. Um, yeah. Good. Good. Things um, are in so, full bloom in our neck of the woods. So it's uh everyone's yeah everyone's got some. My wife is dealing with it. I got a little scratchy throat. So. Mm-hmm. It's the pollen level is very high. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so before we get into really talking about the show today, yeah. did you see, was it the, I think, was it the Pentagon that released some UFO footage? Did you catch, see any of that? Was it, am I right? Uh, was that was recently? Pentagon or was it? Yeah. I don't know. I, I know that like uh, the defense department has released some stuff before, uh, which would be Pen- which would be Pentagon, I guess. Right. Okay. Yeah, it was it was kind of interesting, and it, it, they they you know I've always been interested in that stuff, and you know oh, I feel yeah, like you I've and me seen both. It. yeah I, I've seen a couple weird things in the sky myself before um, that I couldn't really mm. explain, you know. Um, mm. So cool. I'm yeah, very finally... I'm very much interested in paranormal stuff like that, <laughs> very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, um, I've been watching a ton of ghost hunting shows lately, a ton of ghost nice. hunting shows. But uh, yes. I also started started watching. I got Discovery Plus, and Discovery Plus has just a ton of that stuff. And so mm-hmm. I started watching like Ancient Aliens from the beginning and stuff. Oh like yeah, that. So it's been yeah. fun. It's been fun. You know, did Discovery Plus? I saw they had some kind of Back to the Future thing on there. Too. Yeah, I haven't checked it out yet, but yeah, they do. You have to let me know I how will, that is. I will check it out. I will let you know. Okay, so yeah, and they do have a free trial. I think a free week or a month if you wanted to check it out. Cash it in for that. that. Yeah, yeah. So, do you have a recommendation for us this week, Adam? Um, I don't know if it's a recommendation. I'll just catch you up on what I've been doing. So, uh, I, you know, last week I mentioned I was watching some X Men stuff, which means I did watch um, uh, Age of Apocalypse this week. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not my favorite <laughs> X-Men movie <laughs> ever, but uh I did I did watch it. Um I just I don't like the uh I don't like Apocalypse. <laughs> I know it's Oscar no, Isaac. Not a good yeah. villain. Um good, good villain, villain, but not not portrayed For, well in, in that movie. I, yeah, I, I not, think. Yeah. Um done done right, Apocalypse could be a pretty terrifying villain. Mm-hmm. But not that way. It wasn't, wasn't done right. That <laughs> wasn't that one. Yeah. Um, From our point of view. Right. Well. Yeah. Sure. I'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be a little bit more divisive and say from anyone's point of view, but I guess someone out there might like it. Hey, and if you someone. do, more power to you. That's awesome. Um, 
And then I started reading, because uh, I've had a Marvel Unlimited subscription for a little while. So I started reading some X-Men, and um, I don't know if this was the best way to do it, but their reading lists uh, for X-Men, uh, they have a few different reading lists in there if you want to jump into some series or stuff. Kind of tell you where to start and where to go and that type of thing. So they had me jump straight into uh, House, of, House of X and Power of X, which was a uh, series about two years ago, I want to say. Um, and so I've been reading House of X and Power of X. They're two different uh, two different series. Each, I think, are six, uh, six issues each. Uh, but they actually kind of like coincide, go together. So they say to read them both, mm-hmm. and they give you a reading order, you know, how to bounce back and forth between them. So um, that's what I've been up to. And uh, cool. I did finish, uh, uh, I didn't mention this yet, but I did finish Marvel 1602 from a few years ago, uh, from a few months mm-hmm. ago. And that was a pretty cool ending. I did enjoy that ending. Um, I'm going to spoil it because it, it, it it's interesting. It does, you know, I, I kind of said that it was you know, set aside. Turns out it's not totally set aside from, you know, more modern day Marvel stuff. There is a little bit of a uh, bridge there. So um, I won't totally spoil it in case anyone wants to read it, but that is Marvel 1602 uh, by Neil Gaiman. So, yeah, it sounded pretty cool when you were talking about it, you know, a week or two ago. Um, Yeah. So I'm interested in that as well. Cool. So yeah. um, Well, I've been trying to balance get a good you know work life balance going but it's it's been it's been very heavy on the work lately with uh you know pssa's if if, you know anybody outside of pennsylvania it's just your your state standardized tests going on and i'm the coordinator of that in our school yeah that Um, sounds like it sucks yeah so it's it's not the (laughs) best um but you know when i have had time to watch some things i've been continuing my marvel rewatch i finished okay. um thor ragnarok which i really love um and i just started infinity war today so i'm getting towards the end of my rewatch on that and i've been continuing some game of thrones season 1 which i've really been enjoying as well and um looking to finish uh what is it um for all mankind season 2 the finale episode came out uh, yesterday so um season two finale so i'm looking forward because i really love that show as well um my recommendation this week would actually be a show we're going to talk about in the news coming up and that show would be dexter um and i don't know if i've recommended this one or not before but um uh, it is i think this fall the the revival of dexter is is going to be coming back so now would be a good time if you haven't watched Dexter yet to to start that show. Um, I'm really interested in like the serial killer stuff, and and I, I think you are too, Adam. Uh, um, yeah, absolutely. I love true crime. Yeah, that's again, the other this, thing that Discovery Plus has a lot of is true crime. Yeah. Now this is again, this is another show that I'm recommending that's not for kids. You know, it's for adults for sure. So um, be aware of that. So it's one that I have to watch when you know Sydney goes to bed and everything, but. Um, but yeah, that would be my recommend recommendation this week. Nice. So, Sounds good. Yeah. And you know what? We have a really heavy news week yeah. this week. So why don't we get right into it? Sold out every copy tomorrow morning. Spider-Man page one with a decent picture this time. Move Conway to page seven. There's a problem with page seven. I make it page eight and give him 10% off. Okay. I make it 5%. That can't be done. Get out of here. Poor Conway. He always gets moved to page seven. Yeah. And only 5% uh, off. Uh-huh. It's a shame. So, Adam, did you know that I'm Batman? Uh, I I think you, I was going to say, I think you need to see someone about that, but you are the someone that you would see about that. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I'm the counselor. Um, no, I'm not Batman. But you know what? There's a lot of Batmans going on out there right now in the world. we got Ben Affleck, who's Batman. We've got... Um, Robert Pattinson, who's going to be the Batman, and we have Michael Keaton that is confirmed to return as Batman in the Flash um, movie. It's finally shooting in London, um, and the rap has confirmed that Michael Keaton is returning as Batman for the film. Um, so, man, this—what do you make of this? 
what I make of this is uh, he is confirmed as Batman. I don't know if he's confirmed as Bruce Wayne, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, because I, to me, it seems like I, I think, I think the Flash movie is kind of going to do some Flashpoint stuff. So I think time travel type stuff. Yeah, yeah, time travel, alternate reality Mm -hmm. type stuff. Yeah. So I kind of see him as uh, maybe not Bruce Wayne, but still Batman. And if Mm -hmm. I'll leave it at that for anyone that hasn't watched, uh, hasn't watched or read Flashpoint. And uh, in case you want to go in not knowing anything, so yeah, I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm kind of excited about this. I love Michael Keaton. Yeah. Um, yeah. and but Batman. I will say that, and I think uh, I'll double check this after I say it, and then I'll correct myself if I'm wrong. But I think HBO Max has the the animated version of Flashpoint, and I think you should go check hmm. that out if you have HBO Max. So, and now okay, I'm going to cool. go double check that and make sure I'm right. <laughs> I hope it's on there because I want to check it out now and I'm I'm getting a bit more excited, you know, with seeing the Snyder cut of Justice League and seeing the flash again and hearing the shooting now. So um, that's exciting. So that's our, our I mean, DC it's news. It's about time for Flash. It's about time that yeah. they have done something with characters, <clears throat> Green Lantern, uh, that they haven't done much with on screen, uh, you know that they they could actually they could be doing really well with some of these characters flash green lantern yeah they've done better with wonder woman they're starting with aquaman but there's still so many uh blue beetle is coming um in a few years i believe uh so that's mm-hmm. cool so you know they're on the right track maybe well, but we'll see yeah yeah i hope they can get it going over there cuz you know they got a lot of great characters and a lot of great villains that they can work with so and I was um, right before. Justice League: The Flashpoint Paradox is on HBO Max. It's an animated good. hour and twenty-one minute PG thirteen animated flick. It's pretty good. I have seen it before. So, thank you for confirming that. And moving on to our our next news, we have speaking with Variety, Sub Zero actor Joe Taslam states that his contract includes options for him to return as the Ice Ninja for four additional films. Um, if things go well, so the, you, we could be seeing more of Mortal Kombat. I mean, I, I I started watching like I watched like the first half an hour of it. I think um, you know today and a little bit yesterday, and I liked what I saw so far. I, I haven't watched the the whole thing yet. Obviously, Sub Zero is just gonna kick everybody else's butt, and he's not he's not dying apparently for the next however many films <laughs> or i mean maybe he does die <laughs> and just yeah I, I mean there's all kinds of fatalities in this so maybe death isn't totally final <laughs> you know that's true that's true and um yeah i mean so i'm i'm interested to see what my thoughts are on the film you know and, and then i'll be able to judge whether i want to see more or not <laughs> um so especially like four more possibly if they keep yeah i was gonna them. watch it and then um, you know we started talking about maybe seeing it in theaters so i've been holding yeah. off a little bit but i'm, I'm i don't know i pulled a goswick you know i decided i was gonna watch it anyway <laughs> even though my friends wanted me to wait for them to watch it so i decided to to pull an atom on that one um, <laughs> okay, so for everyone out there, that goes back to uh, Mandalorian because I would always watch it first thing on Fridays, even though you know we got together as a group of friends to watch it on Friday nights. And the reason I did that is because we run our spoiler Discord channel, and so I wanted to be able to jump into the spoiler Discord channel and and you know kind of be there with everyone. And so I you had to be able to moderate. That I was. I was. It was for a reason, I guess. It was. It, w- it wasn't just blatant like um, <laughs> now the, betrayal or anything. The f- the first week was blatant betrayal. The very first episode <laughs> that was blatant betrayal. I'll give you that yeah. one. No, no, I get it. And you know, you're obviously rubbing off on me on that one. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next up, we I did <laughs> talk about. I'll come clean. Totally, there were a few weeks where I did act surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! Wait, well, I couldn't exactly. believe that it just happened, guys. Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> what Luke Skywalker came back? I had no idea. <laughs> um, I did talk about Dexter a little bit earlier about my recommendation, and the reason is because there was a little teaser from the uh, the Dexter on Showtime Twitter, 
And it's just a little tease um, about, and it says nature is calling. And, you know, we hear Dexter's voice and he's talking about getting back to nature, his nature. Um, you know, we also see like an ax and a piece of wood. Um, so I'm thinking maybe this character is, of course, getting back to his possibly serial killing ways. Um, and maybe it's out in the woods, you know, it's in a different <laughs> setting because the yeah. show takes place in Miami, which is going to be it looks like a much different setting than than what this season will be. So interesting to see, you know, that's going to be coming up. I, I, and again, I believe it's in the fall. So, and it's actually this says, yeah, it's going to be a 10 episode limited series. Okay. Um, this is on comingsoon.net that will pick up 10 years after where season eight left things off in 2013. So, interesting. It's the news on Dexter. And we also have a lot of Marvel news this week. So, um, mm. You know, we'll go through each of these and, and and talk about them. Lots of Marvel news. First up, um, we got a Shang Shang Chi. Am I saying that right? Yeah, um, Shang Chi. Shang Chi and the Ten Rings, um, Legend of the Ten Rings teaser trailer and poster. Um, so we got our first look at this because I had no idea what this was going to be about, Adam. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we got our first look at that, um, and it says. Shang-Chi must confront the past he thought he left behind when he's drawn into the web of the mysterious Ten Rings organization. Um, so I want to know, what were your thoughts on the, f- the first look at this we get with the trailer? Uh, you know, mainly that I'm finally that we, I'm happy that we got a, f- a first look, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, apparently it's keeping a release date this year, September, I think, right? Yes, um, September 3rd. Yeah, so, you know about time because that's only five months away and uh you know getting our first little teaser look at it from five months before that's cutting it close so glad we got yeah. it uh it looks interesting mm-hmm. i'm yeah I'm, I'm all for it kind of has yeah you know that crouching tiger hidden dragon vibe going on and you know it's going to connect i kind of have a feeling it's going to do some multiverse stuff mm-hmm. so i'm interested i'm interested me too. I, I think it looks very cool, and yeah. I loved the the music. Um, too the tr- the music was very cool, and everything. It just felt like it felt cool, you know, like something I'm interested in seeing. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, and it's good to see something from this one, like you mentioned, with it yeah. only you know being you know however many mo- months out now. Got some in- yeah, and you got some interesting stuff in there, almost Doctor Strange level stuff, you know, with how. Mm-hmm. Uh, how the environment's working, how the characters are moving in the environment, you know? Yes. So I'm expecting multiverse out of this one, I think. Yeah, could definitely see that. And uh, continuing Marvel, James Gunn sent out a, sent out a tweet about the script for guardians of the galaxy holiday special um, being complete, at least, uh, you know, the first draft um, of the script is dated as, as of April 22nd. Um, and we don't know a whole lot about this holiday special other than it will take place after Thor Love and Thunder, but before the third Guardians of the Galaxy film. Um, so I wonder if we could maybe see Thor in this holiday special. I mean, if it, if it seems like Thor is going to be tied to the Guardians in some way, by the by the way that was was written, at least. I mean, Thor kind of has those ties already, so it wouldn't mm-hmm. it wouldn't surprise me. Um, I don't really know like what this is much about, you know. Uh, right. You know, this is kind of like, it says this is coming out Christmas time, twenty twenty two. I don't know if I'm expecting like a Christmassy vibe out of this, or if I'm expecting something very very different, you know. Yeah, and I'm I'm wondering if it's going to be like a live action type of thing versus, you know, Star Wars did the whole Lego treatment with their most recent holiday special, but I'm wondering if this is going to be live action or animated or or what I'm kind of leaning towards live action. I think James live Gunn action, yeah. Doing it, you know. And so. I bet the uh awesome uh, the um the uh is it awesome mix volume Christmas special mix edition is going to be. Yeah, cool. we could get a Christmas special mixtape. Yeah, yeah, awesome, um, awesome. Once, awesome. once again, continuing in Marvel, we have. Um, it Jeremy is awesome Renner. mix. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome mix. 
Just making sure yeah, I wasn't awesome, awesome <laughs> yeah. going crazy. Yeah. Um, so Jeremy Renner posted mm-hmm. that, you know, he was saying this is the last day for now. This is not goodbye, but see you soon. Thank you, cast, crew, and Marvel. So um, we know that the Hawkeye series has, has wrapped yep. filming, it seems. Yeah, that's going to be, uh, let's see, it's expected to debut in fall 2021 as well. So a lot of stuff coming this fall yeah remember when we talked about the uh entry point for marvel <laughs> it's gonna get harder mm-hmm. and harder going forward this is kind of what we're thinking you know this is what i was thinking yeah. you know by the end of this year this the it's it, there's gonna be a lot of content Mm-hmm. and for the description here it says the series centers on runner's hero archer and will introduce his fan favorite protege kate bishop set to be played by Haley steinfeld um Haley Steinfeld was actually in the Bumblebee film, and I know she's been in some other stuff too. Next up in Marvel, we have Amelia Clark, who is going to be entering the MCU for Disney Plus's Secret Invasion. Um, and Amelia Clark, of course, um, was in Game of Thrones, which I love. I loved her in that um, as you know the Khaleesi Daenerys Targaryen. Um, she was also in Solo, a Star Wars story, played Kira. Um, so she's had, you know, some time in some big franchises, obviously, and now she's going to step into the MCU um, with the Secret Invasion. And Adam, can you tell me anything about Secret Invasion? I mean, I, I'm, I'm imagining it's involving the Scrolls. I mean, I'm thinking we're going to yeah. see and Nick, Nick Fury, Fury Nick and Fury. Talos, and, yep, yeah, you know, um, Mendelssohn and Sam Jackson. Yep, th- yep, those are going to be back. I don't know too much about Secret Invasion. It's one of the ones that I want to read. Uh, but I, I I know, like you said, it deals with scrolls. It's going to have Nick Fury you know, do that type of stuff. So, um, you know, could maybe get to see a little Captain Marvel cameo there. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. So, yeah, that should be interesting, too. Tons of Marvel stuff coming our way. And speaking of that, our final news for today is that the Hollywood Reporter... Um, is reporting that Malcolm Spellman is developing the fourth installment in the Captain America series, tentatively called Captain America 4. It will take place after the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which Spellman actually created and ran as a showrunner. Um, so this seems to indicate, spoiler warning. Um, yeah, maybe we should st- step lightly here until. <laughs> yeah, I, I won't spoil anything, but, um, yeah. you know, it seems like he's going to pick up where he left off with this series that we're going to we're going to talk about in in just a minute. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I I think that's going to be really interesting to see another Captain America movie. I didn't know if we were going to see that, but now I, I was rooting for it. I was hoping for it. Mm -hmm. Um, I really wanted to see Captain America four, especially, you know, after yesterday. Uh, Yeah. Really want to see Captain America four. However, I will say I am taking this one with a big grain of salt. I know it's coming from Hollywood Reporter. seems to be pretty mm-hmm. reputable. Yeah. But I'm taking this one with a big grain of salt because after yesterday, yesterday would be the perfect time for this rumor to start making rounds. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it was it, it, it was almost not even a surprise when I saw when I saw that later in the day, yeah. you know, uh, but so I, I'm just saying that and, until I see something else. You know, straight from the source, I'm I'm cautiously uh, optimistic on this one. Very cautiously. So fair enough, and I I think we're really tiptoeing around. Yeah. um, So why don't we just jump Falcon and the Winter Soldier? (laughs) So let's head into our review of this series. Right, Adam. So the Falcon in the Winter Soldier. I love that music, by the way. Um, I, I feel like it, it still reminds me of some kind of, I don't know what it reminds me of, some kind of Law and Order type <laughs> Does show it? music or something I just, like that. I, yeah. I love that um, Cajun blues and rock. I, I, yeah. Very cool. I love it. It's, it's cool. And we got the finale of the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, for us, it would be yesterday, um, yep. you know, Friday. And before we get into any spoilers, I I do want to just talk about our overall thoughts about the finale, about the series as a whole, 
um, spoiler free, you know, I'll let you start. What, what okay. were your overall thoughts? You know, uh, we talked about this at the halfway point. And so, you know, really what I said about, you know, kind of before the halfway point still stands. Uh, it was a slow start for me. Uh, even after the first two episodes, maybe two and a half episodes, I was re- <laughs> I was really kind of worried about this one, you know. After episode three, it started picking up. Episode five was incredible for me. Episode six was even better. Uh, so I, I I really loved how this ended. Um, and it it, it really was a s- slow, gradual build for me, and and. Uh, uh, I think I was maybe expecting more of episodes five and six, what we, you know, what we got and in, in terms of, you know, action and stuff. And there was a lot of build up episodes one, two, and three and episodes four, five, and six, things started to kick up a little bit. So, um, so yeah, uh, it definitely recovered from its rocky start, you know, for me personally. And, mm-hmm. uh, by the end of it, episode six, that finale was a total home run for me. Yeah, I I think, um, you know, my reaction, my experience of this show was maybe a little bit different from yours. Um, It's okay to be wrong, Josh. Yeah, it is. um, I'll admit that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm I'm totally totally kidding. I'm totally kidding because... Oh, I know. I I don't think that I was... I honestly don't think I was in the majority with how I felt. Right. Um, But I think the way you felt about WandaVision... Is kind of the way I felt about this series, where and I think it was okay, like kind of flip flopped. Okay. Like, yeah, okay. and I'm not comparing this show to WandaVision because you really shouldn't. No, it's very opinion. different shows. Yeah, um, very different shows. Yeah, but like with WandaVision, for example, for me, it took some time to warm up to that one, and the, it was the first couple that were kind of like, gotcha. okay, I want to get this, I want to get to where we're going. Um, but for me, this show, The Falcon and Winter Soldier, from the from the get go. I was in. Um, okay. I, I loved it from the beginning. I pretty much loved it the whole way through. I have very few, if any, complaints about this show at all. I, I it fit right into that mold of the Winter Soldier and uh, Civil War and the feel of of those kind of films and and the way it kind of tied into you know the end of Endgame and everything and the blip and and all that stuff. Um, I really like a lot about this show and there's not a lot, a lot that I did not like. And, um, I'm a person that's all about like character development and I don't mind the occasional slow burn. And I really loved what this show did for the, the characters. And when the action was, was in there, it was really good. And there were definitely some moments in this finale where I was like cheering like out loud, like pumped up with what I was seeing. Um, you know, we'll talk about that when we talk about spoilers. Um, but yeah, I, I, for me, overall, I was very, very satisfied with this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, I'm but glad. I think we will. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad yeah. you got there. It, it, I don't mind slow burns either, uh, but there was something about this, just like the first couple episodes, it just didn't jive with me for some reason. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things mm-hmm. that I really loved about the episodes. It's not that. It's not that they. I thought they were bad or anything like that. It's just for some reason it just wasn't landing with me. And then second half of the season, it really did. So yeah, I think that's very fair. Um, so I think we are. Let's throw up a, a spoiler warning here um, because we are going to go into some spoiler territory. I feel like it's really the only way to talk about this show. Yeah, yeah, pretty uh, much. Um, yeah. And. So let's let's get into that and talk about first of all what are some things that you really liked about this show? Uh we're going the show overall. Yeah, yeah, and and even the in the finale as well. Okay. You know? I mean, so the finale I'm just going to go with with the finale. Um mm-hmm. Sam's introduction was perfect. Uh, yeah. In in every in every respect and every aspect, it was perfect. Uh, the costume is right on. Uh, looks you know, if you if you look at that with some of the art and the comics, it looks spot on. It's so cool. Uh, their costuming has been so good. Um, mm-hmm. you know, even look back at the. I know you just finished like a, a rewatch 
or a finishing a rewatch. But I mean, look back at old Captain America, you know, yeah, versus yeah. where we're at now, and it's mostly For spandex sure. and you know, <laughs> uh-huh. um, it it this suit, and then thinking back to Wanda's you know, Scarlet Witch get up, uh, they're doing some pretty cool stuff in costuming right now, and absolutely, Sam is. Sam's Captain America is right up there, and uh, you know I, I I love. I'm not gonna lie, and I mean this is gonna get a little like a little maybe dodgy territory, but like I was a little worried about what Sam was gonna be doing with the shield after he talked to Isaiah in that one episode. A little worried mm-hmm. about that, and you know um, I didn't. I, I still wanted him to take up that shield, like even after hearing what that you know meant to Isaiah, what it could mean to Sam. I still really wanted to see Sam in that role, and you know I'm glad that he kind of took that all in and still chose to you know be that black man carrying the stars and stripes, as he said. Um, yeah. Because what he did in what he did in this episode is nothing short of phenomenal, and the messages that he was delivering there, you know, while it's, you know, still current to our time, definitely some of the things we're going through right now, it's also timeless, you know? Um, Mm. and I loved it. Loved it. Yeah. I'm, I'm right with you. I know, I know in, in the discord chat when we were watching the, um, you know, episode five, we we were talking about what's in the box, you know, and and there was kind of this, there was speculation. Like I thought it was, you know, just vibranium wings for him. You know what I mean? And then there was some discussion about maybe it's a, a Captain America suit. Um, and it turned out that it was both. <laughs> which yeah, was, and that there was, there both, was right? that idea of it being both too in, in our chat, um, which was great. I thought it was just awesome. And, yeah. um, which is very so cool because, I mean, pleased. that's not something that Steve Rogers does. It's a little different, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a little different take on Captain America. Just... Yeah, it's still making it as, as it's his own. You know what I mean? Right. And um, I mean... Sam doesn't have the the super soldier serum, so I mean he's more vulnerable, feels more vulnerable, but he's you mm-hmm. know also you know flying. He's got the uh, he's he's got the little jetpack boosters to help him out with stuff that we saw. And yeah. it's, it's all it's all cool. I love it. I love every bit of it. Yeah, it was fantastic, and you know. I think we were even wondering too, like, is he going to be, what's he going to be? Is he going to be Falcon? Is he going to be Cap? Is he going to be Captain Falcon? You know, what in, um, cause those are all possibilities. Those are all fair game. Right. You know, those are all comic, right. you know, stuff. And, and like, I keep saying comics, like MCU is never, I mean, they've always kind of, you know, they, they're obviously based on comics, but they've never really held to those as like, you know, scripture. So, mm-hmm. You know, all of those I thought were fair game, and I, I, I honestly, I love that it's Captain America. Me too. Yeah, I'm, um, it actually, it really feels really right. You know what I mean? Like, because, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. how do you follow up Steve Rogers' Captain America? You know, because that is such an iconic character, and I love that character so much. And you know, Sam. <laughs> He just he fills it so nicely. I mean, it, it just yeah, feels really right. Does. I was ex- those are the parts that I was cheering, like him being Cap, him the action, every, everything with the suit. Um, those are the moments that I was I was cheering, and and then there were some moments where I was close to tears. I mean, you know the um, just the speech that he gave in in front of those um, were they Senate members or I forget. Who, yeah, the the one was were. the one was a senator. I don't think they the were all senators. They were all right. members of that. Um, they were part of the, the, was the, the GRC. GRC. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, they were all members of that board, I believe, or whatever that mm-hmm. thing would be. Or yeah, um, but yeah, the one was yeah, a US just, senator, the, the old guy. Right, and the things he was saying to them were so spot on. Like you know, yeah. this is something that I struggle with quite a lot in my own life. Is like when we're talking about, I'm a, I'm a school, I'm an, an educator. And you see all the time, and God, I hope there's no school board members that are listening to this right now, but uh, <laughs> you see it all the time where you have these school board members. You were an um, educator. <laughs> I was an educator. <laughs> who are, are making these decisions ab- about what's happening with the teachers and what's happening with the students and what's happening with the school, but maybe they don't have any educational experience and and they're just making these decisions and that's kind of what sam was saying like who's in the room when you're making these decisions do you have the input from the people Mm -hmm. that are this is affecting because you need to think about the power that you have and what you're going to do with that power um 
because you have the power to create, you know, um, something like the flag smashers because of what you're deciding. Um, so I love that message. And that's something I really loved. I loved the scene between um, Sam and Isaiah towards the end. Um, you know, when Isaiah starts to embrace the idea that that Sam could be a black Captain America and then taking him to where, like, I don't know if where the monuments are and everything for Cap and, and seeing his, Isaiah's statue and and there being all that, that that really moved me. Um, and so I loved that as well about it. Agreed. Yeah. Um, was there anything you didn't like about this this episode or this show? Um, I mean, I, I kind of already talked about some of the stuff I didn't like about the show overall. The only thing I really didn't like about this episode was I thought maybe Carly deserved a little more out of this. Uh, you know, she doesn't make it out of this alive. Uh, I was kind of hoping she would, you know, uh, you know, Sam really kind of fought for her to, you know, he, he knew that there was something more there and he kind of fought for that. I kind of wish that he, you know, would have got that chance to see that through. And, um, you know, I don't know if there could have been redemption for her or like Zemo kept saying that she was too far gone. Or, um, mm -hmm. you know, I was kind of hoping that that wasn't going to be the case, but I guess it ended up being the case. Uh, so, you know, I was hoping for a little bit more for Carly, I think. Yeah, I, I, I can't disagree. That was kind of not the most satisfying thing to happen to her character. Um, yeah. not that everything should be satisfying necessarily. Um, but you know, I feel you on that. Um, for me, I think the thing that I I don't think there was much about the finale that I didn't like, but about the show in general, and this is just sometimes it, this could be me as a viewer and it could be my own problem and, and it might not be a problem for anybody else. But sometimes I had a hard time following the motivations of the different characters. Like what was Sharon's motivation and what was she, why was she, and we'll get even to the fact that she was revealed to be the power broker. So like what exactly were her motivations? What exactly were um, the motivations of the GRC? What, what were the motivations of John Walker? What were the, you know, like uh, there was a lot of moving pieces, a lot of characters with different motivations doing things. And I think I just need to go back and rewatch maybe, um, maybe to but pick on some of that more. I think a lot of that comes down to, you know, this was meant to be like 10 episodes, I want to say, mm -hmm. and it got cut down to six. So I feel yeah. like a lot of those things are things that are you know, a result of that, you know, that could be because um, it, it felt. I think I mentioned this in, in maybe last week's show or maybe a couple like it, it kind of felt like. There was more that we didn't see here, and mm -hmm. I could start to feel that the last couple episodes uh you know yeah where it felt like there was there were missing pieces somewhere um you know last week like i said kind of felt like a mid to late season episode instead of the you know setting up for a finale mm -hmm. um so i i, I think you know maybe a, maybe a rewatch will help um but i i think that there's also missing pieces there as a result from you know cutting down the number of episodes. Okay. That's, so, that's a, that's a feeling I get anyway. But. And that could be, well, let's, let's talk about this a little bit. If, if that's cool. Um, you know, let's, let's look at the, the GRC, for example. Um, so they're dealing with all these people that have come back, um, after the blip. Right. Yes. Um, and what to do with those people. Right. Um, so like they're establishing these, is it like these kind of, I, I don't say want to camps. say camps. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what they're... <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind for of these what people, they but, are. But I think the issue the Flag Smashers had was, you know, the GRC is kind of hoarding some of the food and supplies and resources and not giving it need, to those yeah. who need it. And right. I think that was one motivator. And I don't know. Um, I hope I'm not missing anything there. Um but then I was thinking about like Sharon as the power broker. So Sharon, she Sharon, I feel like I followed a little bit more than mm -hmm. some of the other stuff. Right. But I, go ahead. 
because like she got in trouble basically for stealing Cap's shield and um and, you know giving it back to Cap in, in, in like Civil War probably mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah. and and everything the way she was involved with that so she she ends up in um is it Mad what is it called Madripoor um so I think she probably feels like maybe screwed over by the United States possibly yeah yeah I mean she, she for me that's where I feel like she's I feel like that's where her story makes sense. So yeah, mm-hmm. she's feeling like she's you know her country has abandoned her. You know, kind of yeah. left her hung out to dry. Uh, and this is how she had to you know kind of survive. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I I think in some way, <laughs> I think in some way, and I don't know because a lot of this has to deal with that end credits scene. But I think in some way she might be trying to find a way back, you know, into into power of some way that she can maybe kind of exact some vengeance on the people that wronged her specifically. I don't know that she's actually specifically looking to cause national a national um, security emergency or threat or anything like that. I don't think that's what she's looking for here. I think she's looking for some payback uh, to the people that did her did her wrong. Yeah, and I think also some level of control, too, because, I mean, I, I think she, that was maybe the idea behind the super soldiers was to be able to use them to gain the control and the power that she kind of needed. Yeah. In a way, but then but then Carly kind of split off from that into the Flag Smashers because they wanted to really change the world instead of, like, controlling the world, possibly. Or something to that effect, I think, was their conversation. Something to that effect. Right. Um, so, yeah, th- I guess that was one of the things. There were just some questions that I had of, like, motivations. And and then even, like, the the Val character, like, what was her involvement with the, the rest of the people, the rest of the Flag Smashers that had the serum, their vehicle blowing up, like... Who who did that? You know what I mean? Like I, I was wondering about that. Like the, um, who was that dude that was sitting in that car, that bald I, guy or whatever? I, I, I'm like, pretty sure that that was Zemo's butler, his Alfred type oh, guy. He was because okay. he, he showed up okay. earlier in the series, and then we didn't see him again. You know, this is. So yeah. I think that's I, I think that's where I go back to like some of the stuff that was cut out. I think that's where you know some of it felt a little bit disjointed because of that. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking specifically of you know, of that guy, <laughs> of the butler. Yeah. But then of also, and I'm going to blank on the character's name, but Sam's guy in the chair. <laughs> um, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That ends up with the Falcon suit at the end. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I feel like it, it, not not to the extent of the butler, but I feel like he was there at the beginning, kind of disappeared and then came back. You know. Yeah. And I feel like that was a problem in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you know, it sounds like if we did have any problems with it, it was some of those things, like um, just things that we didn't have a complete picture of. Um, so yeah. So yeah. Anything else that you didn't like about it? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. Okay. Um. So I also wanted to kind of talk about like the heroes and the villains of this show. And and who those hero- heroes are, who the villains are, you know, I, John Walker definitely comes to mind, um, you know, and, and his character, um, Carly's character, you know, comes to mind. The, the GRC itself comes to mind. So what are your thoughts about the heroes and the villains in this show and, and who's who here? Uh, well, I mean... I'll, I'll I'll go back to I'll throw out that quote about the you know the villain is the hero of his own story you know mm-hmm. uh, because there's a lot of that going on here I don't know that there was there wasn't really that you know that Marvel big bad character that we all like to talk right. about you know that's not really what this show was about the show was about you know, kind of the, the the strife and the confusion that came with people coming back from the blip and yeah, how like do we the handle that. From that. Mm-hmm. And you know where is where are things happening that are unfair to those that have been here and those that have come back? Uh, it's kind of dealing with that, and, and then you know mm-hmm. there's there's also the stuff in there, you know, with um, with race and racism. That stuff mm-hmm. is in there too. Mm-hmm. So we're really dealing with all of that. I mean, the heroes of the show are going to be you know Bucky and Sam, Falcon, Winter Soldier. I think those are your 
those are your heroes good guys definitely good guy heroes heroes there but Mm -hmm. they're even dealing with their own issues also um Mm -hmm. and then you know you know know, bucky's still kind of dealing with those issues of being a bad guy you know so even he's kind of dealing with you know both sides of that coin also but the rest of this isn't really i don't think was so much about setting up a bad guy i don't think that there was that in this this was kind of dealing with fallout from endgame still yeah yeah i think um i think the character that is most interesting to me in this conversation is is john walker because um for sure i want to talk about him a lot yeah yeah because i i feel like that character um was not liked you know not well received and i think it was supposed to be that way um yeah yeah uh, because he's trying to take up that captain america mantle when you know we all feel like oh no this should be sam you know bucky feels like this this should not be this guy you know and and so he's trying to navigate this situation where he you know he's not really being completely embraced by especially by the people that work most closely with the recent captain america um not being embraced by them for sure um and then he's navigating the situation where you know he feels like he can't overcome um the people with the the flag smashers who have the serum and and everyone else and he kind of is tempted by that serum and ends up giving into that temptation um and then it takes a, a violent turn and he his rank his titles removed he loses the shield he you know, and then loses and then at the end of episode, friend. yeah, he loses his best friend. And then at the episode, at the end of episode five, we think I'm thinking, okay, he, this dude's he's he's the villain. You know, he he's he's another villain in this show, and he's creating his own shield. And then we see in episode six, the finale it, with his character it took for me an unexpected turn. Um, I wasn't even sure if we'd see the character in this episode, and then we see him kind of somewhat redeem himself. Um, Totally redeemed himself. Totally redeemed himself <laughs> in, in that moment, saving those people when when the vehicle was about to go over the ledge there, um, yeah. and and then we see what happens with his character at, at the end with with Val um, in becoming the the U.S. agent, who is I'm guessing a character from the comics. Indeed. Yeah. So a very complex character and and hard to pin. Yeah, a little kind bit. Of pin him down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I. <laughs> I gotta be honest, I was really kind of rooting for him the whole time, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was hard for me, even when I was supposed to hate him, it was hard for me to hate him, you know? <laughs> yeah, see, it was really easy for me. I did not like him, you know? I had a hard time yeah. because he just, to me, he was lost the entire time. Mm-hmm. He was put I in, think you're right about that. He was put into an impossible situation. I mean, who's going to be the next Steve Rogers? I mean, who, who can live up to that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um and then he's given that chance and he has, you know, they talk about his career. This is a, you know, this is a guy that has put his all into his career. Even last episode, you know, we, we, you know when things went bad for him, you know, that, that whole thing about you know, the, the U.S. government was the one that made him. They trained him to do what he did. And that that's, that's, <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. that's good points. You know, yep. you can't, you can't argue with that you know they kind of created that monster a little bit mm-hmm. and so when he's confronted with things like taking the serum after he loses his but well, he loses he takes the serum he loses his best friend you know he does what he's trained to do you know mm-hmm. and it's violent and it sucks um but i was never able to hate him for it you know he was he and then you know, you see that fallout from directly after, you know, what he did. He goes back to that warehouse right before the fight with Bucky and Sam, and he is, he's in a bad place. He mm-hmm. he knows what he did. He hates what he did. And, you know, then it's just, it's back to more confrontation almost immediately for him. And you can yeah. tell he, how how lost and how frustrated and how, you know, just mentally, he's just not, there right you know because mm-hmm. as soon as bucky and sam start talking even though they're trying to talk reason into him 
you know, he immediately, he doesn't see that, you know, he's kind of like, you know, Frodo with the ring, you know, he's kind of yeah. clouded, by, <laughs> clouded by that, you know, uh, yeah. where as soon as Sam starts talking about, you know, lighting, lightning his load, you know, you know, Frodo goes nuts. And mm-hmm. it's kind of the same thing that happens with John Walker, you know, they, he hears about taking the shield and, you know, for him, that's his ring. Yep. And it's like, I can't hate him for that. I could never hate him for that. And so seeing his redemption was really satisfying for me. And I, I was mm-hmm. really happy for him, you know, at the end becoming U S agent, being so happy about having that identity for himself, you know, something that he yeah. can, you know, fall into and, and, and work with. I, I, I love where he ended up here. Yeah. I definitely like the way that that ended up. I'm looking forward to seeing more of that character and, and what he becomes. Um, and I, and I gotta say, uh, um, I'm blanking on the, on the actor that plays him. Um, is it um, Wyatt Russell? Is that right, or something? Yeah. Russell? What he did with that character was, I mean, he played it perfectly. You know, um, I agree. Yeah. And you're right, Wyatt Russell mm-hmm. um, played it perfectly because when. <laughs> even if it didn't land for me, I guess I wasn't ever supposed to hate him. But even when he played the guy you were supposed to hate, everyone hated him, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then when he you know, kind of goes crazy, he, he, he nailed that part of it. And then when he kind of comes back around, you know, I, I felt like it was a great redemption for him. So I, I think yeah. Wyatt Russell just nailed that. It's great acting for sure. And, I mean, before we go on, I just want to say about villains, you know, I, I think, you know, I mentioned the GRC being a villain, the, or, the you know, the kind of the organization itself um, and kind of those that are in power are kind of can be the villain. Um, you mentioned racism, you mentioned know, race being an issue in this show and and racism being being a villain, you know, the, those kind of larger ideas and and being villains yeah. as well in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, but you mentioned how you felt about how John Walker concluded in this, I guess I'll call it this season, uh, maybe this series. I don't know if we're getting another season. We'll talk about that in a minute, but um, how did you feel about the way this, this season concluded? I thought it was a perfect um, finale. Perfect finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've already talked about Sam. I, 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 f- I feel like Bucky's in a better place. I, mm-hmm. I kind of wish that we saw, the fallout of the conversation with that he had with, with um, the father of the son <laughs> that he killed. I, I don't know if he had a name, yeah. but I can't, if he did, I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, I kind of wish we saw the end of that, you know, see how, what the answer to that whole thing was. Uh, mm-hmm. But then thinking about it more, maybe we're just not supposed to, maybe the point is that he had the conversation and it didn't. It, and the point wasn't how, it was received. The point was that he made that initiative and he had it. So, mm-hmm. um, but a perfect finale, I think for every, for everyone, um, minus maybe Carly. Um, and I guess I love where Sharon Carter's role is going. I, I think that it's very interesting. And, uh, you know, that end credit scene, I, th- I think is interesting also. And she gets the part and she gets to come Carter back. Carter is back. <laughs> um, double agent Carter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, aside, like I said, from maybe Carly, I thought it was perfect. Uh, the way it wrapped up for everyone, I feel good about, you know, where Bucky's at now. I feel good. I feel great about where Sam's at now. Um, so, yeah. I'm right there with you. I agree. I couldn't have said it better. And um, I guess that leads us into the future. And what do we think? Is there going to be another season of this show? Is Are there going to be spinoffs? Or is the rest of the story going to be told in Captain America 4? I mean, we, we have the... The showrunner, according to rumor, that might be in fact directing mm-hmm. Captain America four. I hope thoughts? it's Captain America four. Mm-hmm. I would like to see this story pick up there. I think. Yeah, I think it would I, make a lot of sense. I don't think that we'd ever get a Falcon and the Winter Soldier season two, just simply because there's no Falcon right there's now. No, yeah, <laughs> unless yeah. unless we pick up with you know guy in the chair and and Winter Soldier. Um, <laughs> right. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't see a second season of this. I I would. 
if there was another set of shows, I could see I could see it continuing, but being called something else. You know, right? Um, I guess there was a test. I still haven't watched this a second time, but I guess there's a title change at the end uh, where it said Captain America and the Winter Soldier or something like that. Oh, hmm. Um, I didn't notice that. So I could see that kind of thing happening. I just don't think mm-hmm. that we'll get a second season of a show called The Falcon and the Winter, and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. I think that makes sense. I, th- I think, oh. and I think if we were going to see a spinoff, it might be like a U.S. agent spinoff um, yeah. show, possibly, uh, yeah. unless he's featured in Captain America Four. Mm-hmm. So, but I do think I, I really want to see um, Sam as Captain America, and and you know Bucky in in Captain America Four, and and possibly Sharon Carter be in that as well. Um, I'd like to see that. I think that that would make for a good film. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I if this story gets continued, like I said, I want it to be Captain America for. I, I want mm-hmm. I want the big screen treatment for this. So, all right. So, it's hard to believe, but we have finished WandaVision. We have finished the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and um, you know, next up is going to be the Loki series in in June. So. Any final thoughts before we wrap up this week's show? Uh, that was a fast six weeks. <laughs> it really was. That yeah. was a fast six weeks. Um, mm-hmm. I guess we got Bad Batch next on Disney Plus, and then we'll have Loki. So I'm uh, I'm very much looking forward to Loki uh, now that we've seen you know kind of what they're what they're doing with their TV properties nowadays. Uh, so, um, did you kind of get the feeling that maybe that welcome back agent Carter was a de- kind of a dig at the agent Carter show? Not, you know, not having a long Could life. Be. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. That's quite possible. I wondered about that because mm-hmm. it, I don't know. I was a decent, it was, it was a decent show and it just didn't last long. I mean, those ABC, mm-hmm. I, um, agents of shield was okay. It just, uh, these TV shows that they're kicking off or that they're doing now are just next level. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, a, I was going to say it's another level. And I agree with you. Um, just like the Falcon, this series flew by. And I think that leads us into or Captain some America. Road. Captain America flies now. Yeah. But you know what? Where we're going, we don't need roads. Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough roads to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going, we don't need. Rose. Thank you everyone for tuning in to the show again. 77th time if you've been here from day one. Remember to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. And if you're on a platform like Apple Podcasts, let's leave a review. Please do that. Uh, those help us get out to more and more people and they help us know what you like and what you don't like. Uh, so let us know what you think of the show and uh, think of the uh, podcast overall. Remember to join our Discord server. Uh, we're continuing watch parties, which means this coming week we're going to be watching the finale of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So all that stuff that we just spoiled for you, um, you can come back and, and watch it with us this time. And we have a lot of fun with those watch parties. And uh, if you join us, you're going to have a lot of fun too. Uh, you know, we just have a blast. Uh, lots of theories floating around. I'm sure we'll be talking about Loki this coming week. So, you know, see what we think we're going to see in that show. So join us. Uh, we have a blast. Those are Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Also, remember to check out the website from a certain point of view.com. There's uh, blog articles there. You can find uh, links for everywhere you can get in touch with us, you know, including links for that Discord server that I just mentioned. If you're wondering how to get in, just go to from a certain point of view.com and look for the Discord logo, and that'll take you right to it. Our socials, uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Those are both at CertainPOVPod. Our Facebook page is From a Certain Point of View. Discord server links are in the show notes and, like I said before, on the website as well. Email address is CertainPOVPod at gmail.com. And uh, we are hosted by Anchor.fm where you can send us a 60-second voicemail. And uh, stay tuned because we got some news on that voicemail front. Uh, we're going to be changing up that that voicemail methodology here pretty soon. We're going to have an actual number for you to call. Uh, so stay tuned on that. I think we'll have that ready to go next week. And, uh, you know, you'll be able to dial us from anywhere instead of using the Anchor app. So that'll be cool. 
check out red5network.com. I got to hang out with uh, some friends from the Red 5 Network on uh, Friday night at the the uh, Science Fictionary podcast. Uh, our friends from the Science Fictionary and also Coruscant Radio Underground uh, had us on had me on uh, for a Lord of the Rings trivia night, which was a blast. Uh, we hung out with um, you know Andrew and Marisha from uh, Science Fictionary. We also hung out with Kevin uh, from the Force Losers podcast. I hung out with Justice from Pod Wars. And also David from Science Fictionary was there as well. And just had a really fun two hours chatting Lord of the Rings, doing some trivia. I finished third out of five. And nice. It wasn't was terrible. How, it wasn't terrible. How you fared Congrats to Kevin for winning that. And uh, Marisha came in second. So uh, it, was, it was just a, a blast. And go back and check that out on their YouTube channel if you haven't already. But check everyone else out on the Red 5 Network at red5network.com and on Twitter at red5network.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter as well at the gauze 85 and Instagram, the same same name there as well. And Josh, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at JediJarJar1722. And please remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, we'll be dropping our review of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier there. And I'm also thinking about um, reviewing Mortal Kombat possibly after I watch it and, and putting it up on the YouTube channel. Let's do it. Um, but as as Adam always says, we would love to hear from you as well. We want to know what your thoughts were on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier the series, the finale. Um, we'd love to hear from you and really excited to get that new um, voicemail system set up. Um, so thanks again so much for tuning in. And everything we said today was true. From a certain point of view.